This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. Glenn Beck, the Blaze Radio Network. All right, let me get to uh, some calls. Oh, you know what I want to do first of all? I want to go to our celebrity chef, Patrick Mosier, who has uh, graciously agreed to join me. I know he's got a lot going on as he's heading into the holidays, but he's our food biz pro with some ideas on how you can, um, you know, in your personal life, make your cooking experience better or in a professional life or even in a business opportunity in the future. Hey, Patrick, how are you? Good morning and Merry Christmas, Doc. How are you? Doing well, sir. Um, you also do consulting work, right? I do. I do. So if people wanted to, they said, hey, I think I kind of uh, I could learn something. Uh, could, maybe that guy could help my business out, something like this. Uh, how would they find you? Uh, you can go to the website, which is foodbizpro.com, and okay. register there, and it'll give me an email, and I'll call you back. And there's a place you can put in your primary concern or area of uh, area of business you want to address, and we'll get right back to you. you so, hours, but my primary that. concern is I have, like, a lot of huge rats in my restaurant. Um, you know, is that a problem? Well, depending on what country you're in, yeah. <laughs> depending on what country you're in, it could be great. It could be horrible. You know <laughs> and what? what you're I... serving. If you're serving rat for dinner, then you know you have a very good food source. No right. is necessary. <laughs> you're going to need more information on that one, right? <laughs> yeah, a little, a little. I think it's time to call in a professional. I think you call in the exterminator first, then you call me the next day. <laughs> right, that's a good call. So, uh, Patrick, I was thinking about the holidays, and I was like, you know, we tend to do the same stuff um, around the holidays. Some people do, like, Christmas Eve celebrations. Some people do Christmas Day. Some do other celebrations, maybe their holidays. And I thought about, like, some of the maybe some different twists that people could do. Might be a fun topic to give them some ideas. But before we get to that, I need some help. Okay. I need you to help me. I'm ready uh, be- to help. Be, hit me out. Before Thanksgiving, I had you on this program, and we did some failures and we did some successes. And one of the things you made, which is still in the back of my head constantly, is the lobster tail stuffed te- beef tenderloin. Yeah. And I need you to do a quick run through because I think I'm making that on Christmas Day. I think I'm going to well, try this. Okay. So give me it's the basic, basic rundown. Okay. It's a, it's a whole tenderloin, and uh, you, you basically... Butterfly gotta, it out, which is yeah. Huge. Wait, hang on a second. Well, you got to, yeah. folks. If you've never worked with a tenderloin before, you have to clean it. Meaning, you have to take that that thin layer off of what is that? Yeah. So there's there's a little bit of fat on the outside, which pulls off yeah. with your fingers. There's there's a string of attached muscle on one side or the other. Okay, that's called the chain that pulls right off as well. So and you then clean there's that, that very thin membrane that's kind that's of the silver one. blue. It's that's the silver. bastard right there that I that's can never deal with. The rest of it just melts away. But you got to take off what's called the silver skin. Yeah, that's the one I always do. So you take that off, and then you butterfly it. I mean, you just cut it lengthwise down the middle? Correct. About mm, three-fourths of the way through it, and just kind of open it up. Okay, that's simple, Ski. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, that's pretty straightforward. Right. And then in a very basic, the, the easiest recipe is to take um, plain old button mushrooms, okay. chop them up very finely, and saute them in a bunch of butter. So real fine, though. Real chop them real fine and in yeah, butter. Yeah, very fine. Very like, you know, sixteenth of an inch fine. 
Salt, pepper, garlic at that point with the butter? Salt, pepper, garlic, maybe some shallot or onion, whatever you have handy. Garlic, okay. If you don't have uh, garlic or garlic or fresh onion, just garlic powder and onion powder work just fine. Okay. And you saute that till it's kind of brown and really mm. golden. Um, mm. And then let that cool, and you wipe that into What's the a chef's oven. favorite color? What's a chef's favorite color? Golden brown. There it better is. be golden brown or you're in the wrong industry. <laughs> okay, very good. Okay, I'm sorry. So it's golden kill, brown, then what do you do? Kill green, apparently. Kill green. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you spread that about, oh, eighth of an inch thick inside of the tenderloin, mm. um, leaving about an inch on either side. And then you can buy um, cooked lobster tails and ask okay. your, your, at the seafood counter, ask them to shell them for you. Mm-hmm. And you put them end-to-end inside of the lobster tail. And you have to overlap a little bit. So I start with the head end, the fat end, towards the fat end of the the tenderloin, and then lay the other one kind of halfway overlapping with the skinny end over the skinny end. Okay, so 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 you don't have any holes in it there, right? Exactly. And that way everybody gets the same amount of lobster, nobody's upset, you know, no children are feeling like they're left out or left loved. Yeah. All right. And, okay, so once got that's that. done, then you kind of roll the whole thing up and tie it every two inches with a piece of butcher's twine. And that's it? That's all you do? Do you, do you salt, pepper, that's garlic the outside or anything? Or? Yeah, salt, pepper, okay. garlic, olive oil on the outside. Okay. And that's, that's it. That's the simplest version. And it, that's 90% pretty much what I did on the show. Okay, and, and then you just bake that? You just bake it for... Correct. You bake, it, bake it at like 375. <laughs> okay. Um, takes about 20 to 25, maybe 30 minutes, depending on how rare you want it. Okay, good. Now, now, if you are using fresh lobster tail, you got to cook those a little bit through, though, right? If you, yeah, if you take them out of the shell yourself. Straight. All okay. right, so I take a skewer and stick it down between the shell on the bottom side, where the little uh, ribs are, between the uh-huh. shell and the meat. Stick the skewer in there, and then throw them into boiling water for three minutes. Pull them out, put them in ice water to stop the cooking, and that way you have a nice straight tail. Okay, yeah, because having a nice straight tail is really important. Everybody write that down. That's something I learned today. <laughs> well, it's uh, kind of hard to lay them end-to-end inside of it. You don't have a straight lobster tail. So we, you put them in there, because I'm going to try that. And, and, folks, the reason I bring this up is everybody around here flipped for that. And you think, okay, it's a surf and turf, Doc. I'll make the tenderloin, and I'll make them separate. I don't know what it was with the mushrooms and the garlic, and them, them being together was sensational. So I think I'm going to do that. Well, if you put, so I'll give you one more, one more. I wasn't going to tell you this is the secret ingredient is bacon yeah. or pancetta. If you saute bacon mm. and then take it out, then do your mushrooms, add it all back together afterwards, it, it takes it to a whole nother level. You know, I've, I've heard bacon, that the, the secret ingredient is the L word, not love, but lard. I've heard that. <laughs> Right? Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> I, I think I, I got in trouble last time I said that on the air. The, the no, it is true. No, it is absolutely. In fact, I think it's on uh, the Big Bang Theory where Sheldon's mom says, listen, if you want a man to love you, cook with a lot of lard. He'll die at 50, <laughs> but his love will be true. <laughs> you know, so I want to tell you something about cooking with real animal fat. There really is not a good substitute. Oh, French it's... fries cooked in duck fat are possibly the best thing on the earth. Oh, and yeah. I was just in Rochester, um, and I went to this place, McCann's uh, Local Meats. Kevin McCann is the owner there. Mm-hmm. And they take all of their beef trimmings and render the fat out, and that's what they cook their french fries in. Oh. oh it's unbelievable. That sounds I mean, awesome. I, I don't think I've ever had french fries like that. I, you know, I, I used potato skins the other day. I was peeling potatoes, and I have them come off all of you know potato, 
And I'm like, why am I throwing these away? I had to make mashed potatoes so they weren't mashing up right. So I'm like, let me throw these in a pan and fry them up. So I slowly fried them in bacon grease, a little bacon grease, and then salt and pepper. And they're so thin, and that skin is kind of um, uh, like like tissue papery almost. You know, it's a little different. It was sensational. My wife was like, this is possibly the greatest thing you've ever made. I said, it's potatoes and bacon fat. She goes, I know. It's the best. I'm like, okay, good. Good to know. Good Did to they know. get nice and crispy? Yeah, they did. So, like, the, the skins get kind of crispy because of that. It's like a tissue paper type. Mm-hmm. But there's a little bit of potato in there, so it's a, just a little hint of chew there or, or like a potato French fry consistency. Mm. And they are great. Oh, my gosh, are they good. What if you couple just... that up over the next time you roast some Brussels sprouts when you serve them? Oh, I do like the roast uh, yeah, Brussels sprouts. Like Brussels. Those are awesome. Yeah. Okay, so give me some fun uh, differences. Maybe, you know, people have buffets or something for Christmas or Christmas Eve. Give me some variations on a theme or some wild cards they could throw in there that would be really interesting. Well, you know, I do a lot of catering, obviously. And um, we talked before about people are looking more for the experience, not just the food. And what a, what a, there's not a better way to give that to someone during the holidays than to make your buffet a little more interactive. So you can do simple things like a mashed potato bar. Instead of just the plain old whipped mashed potatoes, what if you put the butter, the sour cream, the chives, um, bacon, um, the shredded cheese on the side and let people add that in as they want? Um, it's not I've, new. It's been around for a while, but I don't think people think about that for the holidays. No, you're right. And I went to a, one wedding that had that one time, and it was all appetizer wedding. It wasn't a sit-down. So they, they really went larger on the appetizers and that type of experience. And it went over so well. People loved it. And I think what you can do then, too, is um, expand the, in, the toppings and ingredients. So maybe you put, mm-hmm. you know, a chopped broccoli or something like that or whatever it is you think you'd want to do. You could put meats in with it. You could do a chopped chicken. You know, then it's like a, a loaded Absolutely. baked potato or something, right? Well, and then you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, Aunt, Aunt uh, Edna can't have dairy. So then you put a butter substitute next to it and just label the dishes. I say she does without. If you can't have butter, then just move on. Just, you know. Hey, I, I was a big fan of, uh, <laughs> of uh, yeah, many, Margarine. many French cooking shows. So everything is better oh. with butter. And if it's not, you don't need to eat it. That is true. I'm so, it's right. I'd rather do without. I can't believe it's not butter. I can. <laughs> I can. I can absolutely. It's a fine product, no but I can believe it's product. not butter. <laughs> right. <laughs> Parquet. <laughs> you know, besides mashed potatoes, you can do um, some alternative mashups like celeriac, which is celery root, um, and potatoes or apples. Something oh, okay. For the holidays, it's a little. So, what would how would you what do you how would you put that together? What do you mean? It's like a like yeah, as a bar is the main. No, just just as a plain. Um, yeah, you could put the, the the condiments on the side, just like you would for the mashed potatoes. But okay. it's just something different. It's a unique flavor. You know, I've had uh, family members do parsnip and pear puree when I was a kid. Mm. And you you basically simmer those in white wine and stock, and then drain them off and puree it up. Oh, and is is that a side dish, almost like an applesauce type thing? Yeah, no, it's it's actually more like a, by the by the time you get done, it's more like a mashed potato. But oh, it's okay. So delicious. The, there's kind of a bitterness to the parsnips and the sweetness of the pear, and you go ahead and put butter and a little bit of cream in there afterwards. Oh, it's unbelievable. You know, it's funny because parsnips are one of the few things that, that I don't really care for, and it's because it has uh, like a kind of a funky bitter taste to it, but I've never thought about mixing things with it. Yeah, like a soapy almost, yeah. Well, the key to that is if you buy them later in the winter when it's really cold and they're, and they're pulling them out of the cold ground, uh, they're not as soapy tasting. So, Interesting. You know, That's very, very cool. 
So I like that. Um, what other things could people do as, a, you know, as opposed to your traditional things? You know, kind of a wild card to make it fun. I like the idea, like you said, of making things more interactive so it's more of the experience. Any other buffet-type yeah. thingies? Or? Yeah, so, so you can do unconventional meats. We just talked about the uh, non-traditional Thanksgiving. And, and, Listen, uh, I love unconditional place. meats. I mean, everyone knows I'm a meaning, um, the like unconventional meats, sure, mm-hmm. or some yeah. sort of stuffed pork loin. But what you can do with that is then you you, you slice that thinly, put it on a, on a carving board, and next to it put some fresh yeast rolls, maybe some cranberry uh, compote, horseradish cream sauce, those kind of things, and they can make their own sandwich. Oh, you're right. And I like what you're doing there, too, because, I mean, a lot of people get, like, cold cuts. And cold cuts are fine, Absolutely. but if you want to turn it up a notch, you, you carve your own meat right there, right? I mean, you bake it yourself and you slice it off real thin. Um, so the quality. That's true. And it's real easy to do, but it's also the quality is going to be much better. And then, I mean, you've already turned it up a notch and then you put all the different little sides. That's a, that's a good idea. Absolutely. And I like, I, I like charcuterie anyways, all the little things together. Oh, yeah. You know, the well, meats that's and one of my cheeses. favorites, you know. And, and if you don't want to cook and you're just taking an appetizer to your friend or family's house, then you just go to your local butcher store or a great place that has charcuterie. Some of the larger grocery stores have that. And just have them make you a tray. It's one of the easiest, the easiest things to take. I don't know anyone who doesn't like that. Cheese and that's meat. A, I mean. That's a great point. And you know what? Even if you want to make it yourself, that's something you can make up a day and a half ahead of time, depending on what your, your ingredients are. Fridge. That's really solid. And in this time of the year, I mean, having things that you can make ahead of time saves so much headache. So much. Mm-hmm. Well, let's do. Let's go through a couple more here, real quick. Okay. Um, Let me get, tell you what. If you have time, can I put you on hold for a second? And absolutely. Come back? Okay. Okay. We'll okay, put you on hold. We'll come back, take a break, and I'll give you a few more things that you could do for the holidays. It's our uh, Food Biz Pro, Patrick Mosier, the celebrity chef. Just go to foodbizpro.com for more info. Back in a minute with more on this, the Glenn Beck program. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 